afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and Bulldog fans everywhere. It's homecoming week here at Mississippi State, and we're thrilled to welcome you back to uh, welcome you back home to the Start Vegas Report. I'm your co-host Colton Watson, and I'm your other co-host Gavin Lagazino. And like I said, we're just just as excited as always to get uh, back with you this week. Super excited. Uh, we don't want to reveal exactly what we're talking about every single uh, on the show, but I think we're both predicting a win this week. Yeah, believe it or not. We should. This is our most winnable game on the schedule. Uh, we're pumped about it, and it is a must-win game. Um, I, this is when you really start to start scratching your head uh, if if we can't pull this one out at home against the, probably the worst team in the SEC, one of the worst teams in uh, Power Five football. Uh, but we're going to get into all that. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsors, of course, the Bellsmith. We are still super excited to be partnering with him. Uh, the Bellsmith has the most unique cowbells for cheering on the Bulldogs. If you'll give him a direct message at the Bellsmith on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or if you'll email him by sending a message to junctionbell at gmail.com, the junction, the junctionbell at gmail.com, he will hook you up with the slick, slickest, best looking, most magnificent work of art uh, on a custom ordered cowbell. If you mention Start Vegas Report with your order, uh, he'll give you a twenty percent discount. So be sure to mention us uh, when you go when you make that message, that direct message, or that email. And guys, we've we've said it time and time again. It is it is time to buy your cowbells. The clock is ticking. You you are gonna want to. The clock is ticking on this promo too, because come uh, at the end of the football season, this this uh this special is gonna end. This twenty percent discount. So we've only got you know a few more weeks, and with the shippings uh, being the way that they are. You're gonna to want to get your orders in early, so let's so use your promo, use your discount, and go uh, see about a custom cowbell order for Christmas for the special someone or for yourself. If it's not your first cowbell, I don't recommend that. Um, somebody bought their own. Somebody important bought their own first cowbell before the after the LSU game. I figure there's some famous person that said, "Oh yeah, I like I, I like what Mississippi State's doing. I want to go get Lee a cowbell." Corso. Yeah, Lee Corso uh-huh. probably went and bought himself a day. Uh-huh. Dang it, that's what happened. We figured it out. Don't buy yourself a cowbell if you've never owned one. But other than that, buy as many cowbells as you want. Get a custom order. Uh, it's going to definitely be a purchase that you will remember for a lifetime and that you won't regret. Yep. All right. Time to get started talking about what we're going to talk about today. And, guys, it's long or short of it. We have got to win this game. I said it earlier. Uh, there is no bones about it. Make no mistake. Yeah. If we, if we manage to lose to Vanderbilt, things get ugly, guys. It's, it's bad. This is... This is a must-win game. You can't you can't emphasize it any more than that. Just for pride purposes, yeah. recruiting purposes, maybe for pride purposes, but for for morale purposes, uh, for not getting laughed at at work or at school by Ole Miss fan purposes, you've got to win this game. Yep. Uh, now, before we get into the nitty gritty about the game, we are breaking out the beautiful, the absolute beautiful. I love them. Yeah, I love flying them too. Flying in, flying in. Uh, uh, helmets with maroon jerseys and white pants. If you're not, some people aren't a fan of white maroon white. I, I like it. I like my white maroon. I love white helmets. Yeah. And some people hate white helmets. No, I love I'm, a white. I'm helmet. a fan of the white helmets. I love white, white, white. Oh, yeah. I know. I love the ice. That's probably one of. That's probably my favorite look that we have is white, white, white. Right. But I love. I love white maroon white just as much. I love. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. Vert. I like. I like white, 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 silver. You know those kind of things. But we're wearing white maroon white. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that the jersey is pretty good. The helmet's great. Everybody loves the helmet. Um, everybody loves the the pants are fine. Um, 
And we talked about this with Hale State Unis a couple weeks ago. You all should go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. That was a very, very insightful episode to our uniform history, our uniform culture. But I, I love the maroon jersey, the classicness of it. So, it, like, everybody has, like, these either these cheap maroon jerseys in their closet. I've got one right behind here, Gavin, uh, at my house. You know, that, that don't look like anything we've worn, or, or if they do look like something we've worn, it's something we wore a long time ago, but not long enough ago to be classic. You know, those little jerseys you can just buy at, like, any kind of store. Or then people's got, because you don't sell, like, official jerseys very often. Like, Adidas has to come through mm-hmm. with that. And Adidas doesn't, hasn't sold a maroon jersey that was not an alternate in a while. Um, they've got those those with the number 15, the little Mississippi on the bottom back of it. Those are, like, circa 2015, which are fine. They're not exact replicas of the jerseys we wore in 2015. And 2015 is getting far, again, it's getting in that realm of definitely not far enough away to be a classic, but definitely, like, not recent enough to be, like, a modern jersey. Yeah. You can buy this maroon jersey, and this is not an ad. I'm not going to even mention any stores or anything, but, yeah, you can buy this maroon jersey, and you've instantly got what covers both of those realms. It is a jersey that's current. We're wearing this jersey, like, recently. But also, it's a complete throwback and a classic. So I have... I've got the maroon jersey on my Christmas list. I don't know about Gavin. I've got yeah. the black jersey on my Christmas list too. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about the black one. I'm 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 excited to see those in now, person. Now my only complaint so far is after seeing the field painted yesterday, I wish the the midfield logo was a little bit bigger because it looks tiny out there. Does but, it? Did yeah. you see it in person? No, I haven't seen it in person yet. I th- I thought the video looked great. So they do have the flying M logo in, in on the field, which is mandatory. Yeah, it's a must. You had to yeah. do that. Which I wasn't expecting. They went above and beyond. Right. They did go above and beyond. So I was like, I was like, man, that'd be nice, but I don't think they're gonna do it. And then they released a video. Oh yeah, no, it's out there. Yeah. So we're all we're all in. Again, I think the jerseys are great. Again, if you want to think about it this way, you've got a maroon jersey that's timeless and current at the same time. So like I love the maroon jersey. Um I'm really excited about the black ones. We'll probably have another five minute spiel about the black jerseys, but uh gosh, I hope that's a black helmet. Oh, I hope that's a black helmet. If, if it's black with the silver decals, it's it might be our best look ever. I, if I say that, I don't. I wouldn't say best ever. I don't know. Maybe best alternate ever. Either that or the 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 2018 gray, the Sonny G Montgomerys. Yeah. The GV Sonny Montgomerys. Yeah. Those are great. The uh, this one that we're wearing this weekend, I love. Yeah. Th- this is probably the best. The Egg Bowl ones last year were pretty good, but not the, not the best we've ever worn. I wasn't a fan of them. I wasn't a fan of the jerseys they sold in the stores, but on the field they looked fine yeah. to me. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of the gold numbers. I think that's a little much. But but uh, teach their own. I love the uh, the black, and if again, if they can go all black, it's got to be up there. And you got to think, guys. Alternate uniforms weren't a thing 20 years ago. No. So the, the you know it goes back to alternate uniform history. I think the first alternate uniform we wore was like 2010. Right. With this a black uniform we wore at LSU, mm-hmm. which is give or take actually an alternate, you know, is it not really? Maybe, but we've never worn a black helmet. It'd be really cool if that's what comes out. Uh, that'll all come to fruition soon. Yep, we're well, here. To we, talk we'll about, probably find out about that by next episode. If I had to guess. either b- b- next two episodes, we'll know for we'll probably. Do we play Auburn next week? We play Auburn before Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think. Let me. I think we play them on the fourteenth. Yeah. We yeah, we do. We do. So we yeah. So we'll probably find out definitely by the by two two episodes. From yeah. Now. 
We'll definitely know. Yeah, we'll definitely know by the Auburn episode. Right, but we might know by right. not not to start out with Jersey talk any longer. We gotta we gotta get moving. Right, we do have to uh, get moving. So, talking about this game, guys. So there's some things that obviously you want gonna want updates about. Real Rogers is starting. Um, don't expect KJ not only because of uh, his play, but because of his uh, his injuries, concussion. That we hope he comes back from very very um, soundly. Guys, if there was ever a game to start Will Rogers anyway, it's this one. So for the same reason that you don't start Will Rogers, even if he's the better option last week, because you don't want to got your guy's first start to be on the road at Bama, this is the game you start him for the exact same reason because it's at home against Vanderbilt. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if KJ uh, is totally healthy or not. I, I, you've got to play Will in the situation that we're in. Yeah. If we had won three of these games, then obviously you're not thinking about that because uh, you're you're starting whoever's winning those games, but. This is this is has Will Riders written all over it, uh, and of course that's what we're gonna get. And uh, with the injury, he the doesn't perfect, even have a perfect scenario for him to get his feet wet. Oh yeah, he doesn't have a have a situation to uh, he doesn't have a decision to make because mm-hmm. he's hurt. So that's even easier. So we also believe that John uh, Jaquavis Marks will play. We told you on Monday we wouldn't have an update about that. He actually did kind of say, "Oh no, he's fine." Yeah. So that's good to know. Um, he his his hit, and I don't want to just sit here and compare things because you never know, especially with concussions. You never know. His hit did not look as bad as KJ. KJ looked lost out there, and I I was kind of scary moment. Uh, yeah. I was I was I was like, I was upset. You never want to see that happen. Marks he kind of was a little bit shaken up and came back off. And of course, you can't make comparisons. You have no idea what's going between their between their ears with those brain injuries. Those are very very serious. But uh, a little bit. I would if you had to. If I had to pick one player that was going to be available this week, it would have been Marks. All right. So, how do we win this game? Number one. Everybody listening close. Y'all lean in. It's a secret. Is everybody leaning in? Are y'all listening? Okay. What do we? What's the number one thing we have to do to win the game? I'm gonna let Gavin say it. All right. The O line must. It's a secret. The O line must improve. The O line has to improve. They they keep keep improving. Keep improving. They didn't look terrible against Bama last week. Not as bad as it looked against Texas A&M. And yes, it's Bama, so you got to kind of scale it there. But it's all and a lot of and we showed y'all on last episode. If you go to our friend Hunter 2's analytics, a lot of it's mental mistakes. A lot of it's ability. You got these road great, these road paving, these run blockers, these bulldozers out there. And not these, you know, stonewall uh, pass rushers. I mean, pass blockers, pass protectors. But a lot of it's mental mistakes. You've got to clean up some of these mental mistakes. Vanderbilt. I'm sure they're going to run stunts and late blitzes and confusing blitzes. You're a little bit better out there if Cole Smith is calling the protections rather than James Jackson. But James Jackson's ability is probably a little bit better. So it's just, you know, pick your poison there. Um, hopefully, we can handle a pass rush against Vanderbilt. I'm sure Vanderbilt's going to drop eight. I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. I expect them to. If we can't, guys. Bama you, didn't drop eight on us very much, though. They were kind of playing a straight up and seven. beating our tails. So they could it, have dropped eight. Yeah, they could have <laughs> dropped eight. They probably could have dropped nine if they wanted to. Honestly, and still got it. Still got got pressure. But um, of course, we're still not giving up a lot of sacks. So don't. And that's partially on the quarterback, and that's uh, partially on the fact that the way the offense works. But uh, there is obviously this pressure. The running game is a little bit has a lot to be desired. Um, if if Vanderbilt can get pressure with three, we're in trouble. So just I think that I think that we're going to be all right um, off offensive line, and hopefully we talked about it. Austin Williams said it last week. 
this needs to be the game where the offense clicks. And you're going to be set back a little bit with a freshman quarterback, perhaps. But, I mean, what have I written right here? What, what, what's the easy way to to get this – make this offense click, to make this be the, the aha moment for these guys? Limit turnovers. Limit turnovers. One. you got to get in the rhythm. Let's, we've had, we've got 18 turnovers. The next most SEC is like what? Eight. There's like there's a we have ten more turnovers yeah. than the second highest turnover turnover e team in the league. That's a word. Yeah, that's a which, great term there. Turnover. That's, that's rough. That's that's <laughs> that's bad. That's awful. That's one of those stats that you know comes up once in a year. I want y'all to think five games, eighteen turnovers, and five games, three point two turnovers per game thereabouts. I mean, my goodness. Uh, that's that's abysmal. Are you what are you looking up? I just want to see where we stack up in yards in the SEC. Probably close to last. Yards no, 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 yards were fine. Yeah, yards per game. Uh, yeah, we're towards the bottom. 14, oh, 13, 12. We're 11th. We're 11th. Not as bad as it could have been. For Still the, pretty for the bad. First, for the last two games, the yards was bad. Bama almost first, has us doubled up. But for uh, the first three games, the yards were there. Just the turnovers were there. So we would drive down the field and then turn the ball over. Right. Second worst in points in the SEC. Next two. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. <laughs> so anyway, um, we'll get there a little bit later. But again, there's we've got to limit turnovers. Nothing we've got to do is let the running backs work. Don't, you know, hand it to Marks, hand it to Johnson. Of course, we know we're going to pass it to Marks and Johnson a lot. But if this offensive line can have their way a little bit with the Vanderbilt front, uh, I think you're going to be able to see a little bit better than the le- little bit less than four yards per carry that Marks and Johnson are getting uh, a piece. Uh, I don't know if that means. I, I do know that Vanderbilt gives up a ton of yards and both through the air and on the ground. We're going to talk about that in a little. Well, I guess we talk about that now. Vanderbilt gives up defensively 206 rushing yards per game. That's a ton. That's 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 if you if we have 206 rushing yards, that's you know that's those games that you know Nick Fitzgerald and Aris Williams and uh, Dak and Josh Robinson you know would would win you know 38 to 10 yeah. or the games where they rushed for 206 yards and threw for another 200 or, or 250 and played solid defense I mean that's what you're looking at they're giving up 292 and three quarter passing yards per game that's the stat I see and if you're an air raid offense I mean you're just your eyes get huge I want y'all to think 292 passing yards per game for a quarterback is a Heisman year every almost every single year in college uh, and these years now with these uh Joe Burrows and stuff, you know, that's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't. That's not. That's about what Baker and Kyler and them had at Oklahoma State. That's they were also running for a good bit. Well, yeah. I mean, but. exactly. But that's more than. That's definitely more than Lamar Jackson had. Oh, that's yeah. more than like Jameis Winston and stuff like that. And they're also there's. I think I don't know when the last time a non dual threat quarterback won the. Jameis is borderline dual Burrow. threat in my opinion. He's he's not the place. He, he's not a he's he's. He's not, not fast at all, no. but he can move well enough to get you some He's yards elusive. here and there. And Joe Burrow the same way. So there's Joe Burrow is, is probably the last non-dual threat quarterback to win a Heisman in a while. J- Bo- Jameis is borderline, yeah. but anyway, I mean that's that's big numbers. Two hundred ninety-two passing yards per game. Uh, that's more. That's less than we thought Mississippi State would average. It's probably not going to end up being the case. But this is a game where we should really, really be able to get after them. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to hang with us defensively. Uh, but they're giving up a ton of yards per game, so this should be an offense again. If it's gonna click, it's gonna click this week. And if it, and here, just hear me out, guys. It clicks this week. You've got a home game against Auburn the week after that, which is uh, obviously a tough task. But not if we get start clicking and not an impossible task. 
Uh, I don't expect us to go on the road and beat Georgia. But if at you all. can – not at all. But if And you, then we go to the road. We go on the road to Ole Miss. Yeah, so the worst defense in the league. Yeah. But think about this: mm. if you can, if you can get things a little bit under control this week, and then not lose it the next couple weeks. Um, in fact, you could probably build on against Auburn a little bit. Uh, maybe not necessarily against uh, Georgia, but if you can build on those things, um, I guess Georgia's defense might season you a little bit. That gives you a great chance to win this game. Maybe the Auburn game. I'm not going to call that one a win at this point. And then. Uh, Great chance to beat Ole Miss with one of the worst defenses in the league and um, the worst defense. Finish up with Mizzou. And then finish up with Mizzou at home. So I want you all to think about for the bigger picture, if we can get the offense, the wheels turning a little bit, um, I think it will mean a lot for the rest of the season. I mean, think if you guys, if you win right now, if we beat, beat Vanderbilt, Georgia, I mean, Georgia, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, and Mizzou, like you'll call that a success at this point. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, Talking about, let's see, we talked about, Offense. Another thing, just about the offense, is you know, let easy passes. Just, just don't, don't get out in front of your skis. Don't, you know, put you got a freshman much, QB out there. Freshman QB out there. I don't, th- I don't, I think we can win this game without getting too much dip on our chip. Talk about the Vanderbilt offense. Uh, it is also bad. <laughs> it is very bad. Vanderbilt's uh, got 109 rushing yards per game. How many rushing yards do they get against Ole Miss? I've got it. I think. Let's see here. Uh, schedule. So Vanderbilt had their best, the 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 saving grace, or let me put it this way: the only thing I would really worry about with Vanderbilt is that they had their best game of the year against Ole Miss. Now that was last week. That was at home against the worst offense in football. So you're a little, or excuse me, worst defense yeah. in football. Sorry, sorry, worst defense in football. So you're a little besides bit, maybe Vanderbilt. It's, it's, it's close. It's close. It is close. So they gave up last week. Ole Miss had allowed 100 rushing yards and allowed a, a by far season high 319 passing yards. So when you read these stats, I want you to think like that's that's included in the average. Their rushing is not terrible per se. It's it's pretty right. I would say right below mediocre at 109 yards per game. But their passing yards are pretty bad. So we're gonna go back to where we were. 109 rushing yards per game, 183.75 passing yards per game, with 320 against the against Ole Miss, whose light and day defense is worse. So if you take out that game, they're playing LSU, whose defense we know is pretty suspect. South Carolina and uh, Texas A&M on the at Texas A&M, you've got a team averaging like 140ish yards per game. On, through the air. And on average, they're getting sacked about two times a game. They've given up nine sacks in four games. Right. And they're not talking passing about, the ball a ton. Talking so. about their defense and offensive line, too, I did want to point out, they've only got five sacks through four games. So, they're, again, they're not generating a lot of pressure. Two of those sacks, however, very important, two of those sacks came from their best pass rusher. I've got it. Oh, no. I had it. Here we go. I had his name. Here it is. Dayo Odeyingbo. So I wrote his name down, and, and I knew I didn't write it down right because I can't I have terrible handwriting, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that I pronounced it correct. Dayo Odeyingbo does have two and a half sacks. So other than that, though, you block that guy, and there's there's not hardly any sacks around. There's only five for the whole team. Um, they've, and they've given up nine, so they're losing the battle there. Going back to what we were saying, though, about the, their offense, uh, 109 rushing yards per game, 183 
passing yards per game. So combined, they're 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 looking at about 290 total yards every single game and 11 points. That's bad. That's worse than us in all categories. That's and again, that's including a game where they got fat. They've already played the worst defense in the SEC. They haven't played any of the best ones either. They haven't played Georgia. They haven't played Bama. They haven't played. I mean, Kentucky's defense ended up being pretty good. Yeah, uh, they had a solid. bad game against Ole Miss, but um, they haven't played even you know Missouri or uh, Tennessee. They haven't played. They played Texas A&M, whose defense isn't great. Um, they held us to seven points, but that's not saying much. They're not. They're not potent. I'm trying not to be insulting, but but this is a game where with when you're I think we're still the number one defense in the league by yards. Are we number two now. Let me double check. A, a top I'm pretty three, sure we're two. We're two. A top a top two defense in the league sh- at home should really, really, really get fat against this 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 uh, Vanderbilt um, offense. They've had interceptions in every game. Um, the young quarterback who's been efficient, uh, he's been efficient but not prolific, has thrown an interception every single game. Uh, he's Ken Seals. He's not a mobile quarterback at all. He's got negative rushing yards um, off of sacks. He's completing 67% of his passes, which for a freshman in college, that is not that's not bad. And any college quarterback, that's pretty good. Um, now, however, that's 6.2 yards per attempt. So he's not getting a ton of uh, – that's a, not a great yards per attempt. He's not getting a ton of yards after catch. He's not getting a ton of uh, big plays. It's kind of just keeping everything in front. And with the negative plays and the turnovers that they're having, it's just killing them. Um, players you need to watch out for there's a tight end named Ben Bresnahan he's got two two of their six offensive touchdowns uh, they've got six touchdowns in four games again not prolific and then Cam Johnson he doesn't have the scores but he's a leading receiver uh, kind of like their version of Osiris Mitchell as far as stats go uh, he's a third down threat but you, you watch out for those two guys you watch out for uh, Oda Bayingo on uh I probably said that wrong again. I've, I've literally said it three times. I, I'd hate to mispronounce guy's name. I feel like it's disrespectful to them. Deo Odeyingbo. Deo Odeyingbo. You watch him on defense. You watch Bresnahan. Maybe Bresnahan. They're going to pronounce names. And Johnson on offense. And I think you're in decent shape. Um, I don't think that they got – they don't have the weapons that they're going to just hurt you. They don't have, you know, a John Mechie and, heaven forbid, a Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Uh, Devonta Smith, God forbid. They don't have uh they don't have an Elijah Moore if you're talking about Ole Miss. They don't have this Eric Gilbert, this big, you know, obvious tight end and this super uh fast monsters deep threat. Uh they they just they don't have the horses, is what I'm trying to say. Um talking about the running backs just a little bit, uh Javion Marlowe, they've had some decent running backs at uh Vanderbilt through the years. It is a by committee thing, and that is helping them. So they've got three uh running backs with over hundred yards on the season. So, just talking about those three, it's Jamari Wakefield, uh, Keon Henry Brooks, and Javion Marlowe. They all have between 115 and 150 rushing yards. They're not averaging with great averages. Um, Marlowe, the leading back, has four and a half yards per, per carry, which isn't terrible. The other ones have less than four. So, you're not really looking for – it's not like the three-headed monster. It's not like these Georgia teams that we've seen with Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb where all of them are really good. They're just – none of them is really way better than the other, and so they're all just kind of getting the, their own share of the carries. Right at – they each have – no no one of those backs has more than four carries more than the other one. So there's – I think Marlowe is 33, Henry Brooks is 36, and Wakefield is 37. Uh, so I'm kind of monologuing about these running backs here and not getting, giving Gavin a point to talk at all. But – what I'm trying to say is there's nothing to be scared about for this defense, for this offense, I mean, for Vanderbilt. 
and as bad as their defense is, uh, and and as bad as their defense has been, which we usually expect better from Vanderbilt, I think this is probably the game where both sides of the ball can, if your defense improve on what it's been doing, and if your offense get back right when you haven't seen much to be proud of, if you're a state fan. Yeah, this is this is a game you've got to get back on track with, guys. If we, even if if we manage to win this game and it's still an ugly win, I don't think we'll win another game this year. Just so you think you got to win this by a lot? I think I think you've got to maybe not win this by a lot, but you've got it. You've got to definitely show some signs of life. You can't. You cannot give up an offensive touchdown. That's that's unacceptable. An offensive or touchdown. Deep, period. You, our offense cannot give up a touchdown. Is what I mean. We can't. No pick, pick, no sixes, pick sixes. No, no scoop, scoop and score. score. Gotcha. None of that. No no return touchdowns. No special teams touchdowns. You've got to. You've got to show competent football. I think you've got no to, if you, huge mistakes. If you can't, if you can't abuse Vanderbilt, then you're not going to beat Georgia. You're not going to beat Auburn. You're not going to beat Ole Miss, regardless of how bad their defense is. And you're not going to beat Mizzou. I'm not going to go so far as say not, but probably not. I would say probably not. If you if you can't if you can't, I think you've got to cover the spread. This I, you week, got to cover which the is spread. Eighteen and a half. You got to. I think you got to also just not make huge mistakes, and that's lose to what you're saying. But even if like. I don't think we're gonna have a bust against Vanderbilt, but no bus. You don't want, you know, Shank Ponce. Tucker Day is dealing with a little bit of an injury too. Uh that's why you I saw think Goodman's some, been the better punter. I lately. think Day's been fine when he's fi- when he's fine, but he's not fine. Like he's not uh I thought he's he he's he'll have like a he'll punt five times and four of them be really good and one of them be kinda of, uh but I think he's he's got gotta have a groin or a calf injury or something. He has to. Because he's gotten progressively worse. Oh yeah, I think he's sore. Um and I don't have I do have a reason to think that other than just what I've witnessed. So y'all can take my word for it. He's sore with something. Not not huge. Just not a, you know, he didn't tear his ACL, but he's sore with something. So I guess we got to go with Goodman. But, you know, d- let's not shake a punt. Like Gavin said, no returns. Heaven forbid. We haven't given up a lot in that department. We've done a lot better this year as compared to last year. I don't think last year we gave up a touchdown. Maybe we did against Kansas State. Mm, we did give up a kick with a touchdown. I think we did, State. yeah. But uh, we gave up a lot of return yards. Because the guy sure. that replaced Zuber ran it back. <laughs> we got a lot of yards. We did give up a lot of yards. Do a little bit better. But we can't, you know, we're not going to miss a chip shot field goal. Not going to miss uh, miss a tackle and let somebody, you know, break a, break a couple and go crib it. I think that, like Gavin said, if you can't avoid those things against Vanderbilt, they're going to be you're going to be explo- exploited uh, with your uh, deficiencies against these other teams. Yeah. So. We're going to move on to SEC Picks of the Week and get y'all out of here. Yeah, uh, sounds like it. First, we got plenty of time to yeah, do this. How many games we got this week at all? Four. Only four. Only four games so, this week. So who's let's think who's off. Ole Miss is off. LSU is off. Let's see. Bama is off. Auburn is off. So we get Auburn after a bye week. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Who so, else? Uh, I just named four, and that's eight. So that's 12. There's two more. Kentucky's off. Yeah. Kentucky... I should be another East team off. Uh, no, there's five. There's five East teams and three West teams. So there's another West team off. Ole Miss, yeah. Bama, Auburn. Oh, we might have got them all. Ole Miss, yeah. Bama, Auburn, Kentucky. Uh, man, we should be able to name oh. all these teams. LSU. And there's one more. Vanderbilt. Bama. Did we we said Bama. Well, I don't know what the heck is wrong with this. Let's move on. Yeah, we're kind of being stupid. Uh, so first up, Florida and Georgia playing at a neutral site, semi-neutral site, Jacksonville. I think it's a neutral site. 
Yeah, I mean, Florida's UF is kind of close to Orlando. Yeah, so I'm going Jackson Georgia. Like panhandle. I'm not a big Georgia. fan of Stetson Bennett, but I think I think how bad did Florida beat A and L? I mean Missouri. Let's see. It wasn't. Was it bad? I, I don't. I didn't get to watch that game. I know I got that. To watch I know Georgia, Georgia struggled by Kentucky last. I week. think Florida. I think between the two teams, Florida's trending Florida the right seven, way. Florida won 41-17 last week. So they're trending the right way. Uh, I'm just gonna be different. Okay. I won't pick Florida. All right. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not confident in that pick at all. But just to be different, because I think we might pick the rest of the games the same way. A yeah. and M at South Carolina. A&M's had benefit of uh, some time off. I think they're going to handle South Carolina. I agree. I think South Carolina. South Carolina just, was off last week too. I think. Though. Yeah, I think they were, but I just, I just think A&M is far more talented than South Carolina. I think they flat had a flash in the pan when they beat Auburn, and uh, yeah. it was really the wake up call Auburn. Which is the same because, thing they did to Georgia last year. Right. They're, they're always going to steal one from somebody. The same thing that uh, Auburn, and they weren't good last year. The same thing that uh, Auburn really needed a wake-up call, kind of like LSU needed one when they played us. I guess the real wake-up call was when they played Missouri. Missouri, mm-hmm. but they beat the Auburn beat the crap out of LSU, and, and South Carolina took care of Auburn. So you kind of a little bit think that they're strong, but I kind of I'm also of the persuasion Auburn needed Auburn needed a kick in the re- kick in the rear. That that close law that close win against Arkansas wasn't enough. That uh, what they did um, so what they ended up doing to Ole Miss and LSU later, I think really got them right. Uh. That being said, I th- yeah, Texas A&M is probably a little bit better than South Carolina. I, I'm trying. What I'm trying to say, all that guys, is I don't think the the close win at home against Auburn makes me feel like South Carolina is good. I still don't think they're. I don't still don't think they're good. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, next up, we got Tennessee at Arkansas. Hmm. Uh, There's I, some little interesting games in here. Yeah, I think Arkansas is going to run away with this one. Though I think Arkansas's. I think they're going to win. Better, yeah, I think they're the better. How bad team. was the score against Texas A&M? They Texas A&M won that pretty handily at home. Forty-two, thirty-one. So okay, respectable. I'm, huh? I'm rocking with Arkansas. I don't think they're going to run away with it. I'm gonna say Arkansas too. I think Arkansas can handle Tennessee. My girlfriend's gonna be mad. I hope she doesn't listen to the show. I hope her dad doesn't listen to the show for sure. He's <laughs> he he'd uh he'd you know curse the relationship or something like that. All right, next up, we've got Vandy and Davis Wade playing against your Mississippi State Bulldogs. All right. All right, all right. You want me to go right. first? I already got mine. What'd you got? I got mine too. Okay, twenty-four to seven, Mississippi We're close. State. We're close. Twenty-four to seven. I like that. I'm gonna say twenty-eight to six. Okay. I'm gonna say no we touchdowns? don't give up. I'm gonna say we don't give up a touchdown. We can give up two field goals. Um, twenty-eight to six, and we're gonna slightly cover the spread. See, I have a not covering. We don't cover twenty-four seven. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. I've got a slightly covering. You know, we'll cover by a few points. Um, I think. I think again, guys, favored by 18 points. We should win this game. I think uh, Mississippi State gets some key turnovers, maybe even a pick six or a score or something that really makes it look the game look a little bit worse than it is. But again, if we can get right, I mean, this is one of those. This game, this season's so hard to predict, guys. If we flounder the way we did at like Kentucky, Texas A&M offensively, we might not score 10. I'm serious. But if we do what we're supposed to do, and if it clicks, if this is the week that it clicks, the week that it clicks, we're going to score thirty-five or more. So you me, just got to hope that it's one of these weeks, right? I mean, and not if it, next season. If it doesn't, well, as long as it happens, yeah. <laughs> as long as it happens, yeah. it'll be. I'll be okay. Uh, I hope it's this season. 
But the week that it clicks, it's going to click. I'd love for it to click against Ole Miss. Uh, I'd love for it to, well, I'd rather it click sooner than later. <laughs> I want it to click right now. You know, I wanted it to click against Arkansas. If it doesn't click, but Ole Miss were in trouble is what Colton's trying to say. Right. But it would be kind of nice if Ole Miss is kind of licking their chops a little bit and then, you know, a la 2016, they get, mm-hmm. they get the floor mopped with them. We'll see, though. Hopefully, Mike Leach will bring out all the stops for that game if necessary. Uh, that being said, I think we're good. You got anything else to say? Nope. Do the outro. You're still you're still giving it to me? Giving me the I'm, privilege? I'm not. I think we ought to just split them up okay. because I did mess up once. Okay. Swing your sword in Hale State, guys. <laughs> <laughs>